0: Good morning. Is it good to be here? I agree with you completely. I told you last week that uh, I would be working on uh, some outlines uh, for you to have, so they are available. If you did not catch one, they're available at the Resource Center every week. They will be available at the Resource Center if you would like to fill in a few blanks, follow along with the scriptures that are written out in the outline as well as on the overhead for you and things, okay? So that's available to you. Um, It's good to be with you again. And I'm glad you came back, okay, (laughs) after. Um, you, You can't pray too much, can you? Let me, let, me, let me pray. Father, I thank you for, thank you for Devin and his team bringing us into your presence through song and through worship. I thank you, Father, for the truth being declared. For who you are, for your faithfulness. And Father, I pray that as, as the Word, through the Word of God, goes forth now, that, uh, that our hearts are ready, prepared, not only through the worship we just experienced, but I pray through this morning that our hearts are ready to receive, that our hearts are, that our ears are ready to hear. And we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Um, What do you see? What do you see? Do Do you realize that how you see things influences your life greatly? How you see things influences your life greatly. I mean, how you see yourself. Now there are some that see themselves as as creations of God and have found redemption, the forgiveness of sin through Jesus Christ. There are some that see themselves as as confident, but there are others who see themselves in negative lights. And it all depends upon how you see yourself. Not just yourself, but, but your spouse. If you're married or, or your kids, how you see them. You can see them as, oh, I'm stuck with them. Or, oh, look how blessed I am to have them. Your job can go good or bad depending on how you see it. Your problems that you've got, your past that you've had, your future that is ahead of you, other people in your life, this church, God himself, it all depends upon how you how you see it and with what eyes you see those things with. You see, your perspective can make all the difference. So what do you see? Or, or I, maybe I should say, how do you see? We're going to be looking at Numbers 13 and God's part of the story, these Israelites, the, oh, that just, just get it right sometimes and many times don't get it right. Within Numbers 13, we see two different ways of viewing life and viewing the circumstances that they find themselves in. You see, you can either see with eyes of fear or you can see with eyes of faith. Now, now before we get into the story of Numbers 13, Moses had led this, this nation of Israel out of Egypt, which meant out of slavery, they had been in slavery for 400 years. And God through a major series of, of circumstances and, 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 and many things happening and God performing many miracles, the leader of Egypt finally said, all right, get get out of here, right? 400 years of slavery, though. Well, they end up, by the grace of God, by the power of God, they end up crossing the Red Sea on dry ground. Another impossibility, but God is in the business of the impossible. And he brings them into a desert And as they're there, they come to the edge of the land that God has promised them to be able to move into, for for it to be their home. They're right on the edge of the land. Not a lot of time has passed here. And the Lord said to Moses in Numbers 13, 1 and the beginning of 2, The Lord said to Moses, Send some men to explore the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the Israelites. So 12 spies went out to scout around the land and come and report back. They were gone for 40 days. Ten of them saw with eyes of fear, and they explained all the obstacles that they saw regarding the land. This is what it says in verses 27 and 28. They, they gave Moses this account. We went into the land to which you sent us, and it, it does flow with milk and honey. And, and here, look at this. Here is its fruit, the bigger, biggest fruit they'd probably ever seen. What's the next word? It's everything God promised, but but the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. The two other spies had eyes of faith, and they felt very positive about entering into the promised land and God being their God and God overcoming whatever obstacles might be in the way. And and this this is what Caleb said in verse 30. Then Caleb said, we should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. Amen? Amen. One word. One word, and we're going to see it again, one word kept them out of the promised land. But. And if you'll hear that, and as you'll be reading scripture, you will now see that over and over and over this word, but. Verse 31, after, after Caleb had spoken, but, but the men who had gone up with him said, we cannot attack those people. We, they, they are stronger than we are. One group said we can't. The other group said we can. Guess what? Both are right. Both are right. Because how we see everything going on in our lives and the people in our lives and the situations in our lives, everything we see makes the difference of how we see it. Ten men convinced the people to see with eyes of fear. Ten men. If you go in the first chapter of Numbers... You will see, lovely, you will see that there are over 600,000 men over 20 years old. All the Israelites, in verse 45 of chapter one, all the Israelites 20 years or older totaled 603,000. Now there's 10 saying we can't do it. 10 saying we can't do it. It all depends on how you see it. It all depends on what you're looking at, okay? I want to talk to you about eyes of fear and eyes of faith this morning. Three results of seeing with eyes of fear. Three results of seeing with eyes of fear. First of all, discouragement. Discouragement. You see, discouragement is a natural consequence when when we're overwhelmed or or when when we're fearful. It it says this in Scripture. It says, all the people, that night, all the people of the community raised their voices and they wept aloud. They were discouraged. Secondly, discontentment or discontent. Seeing through eyes of fear leads to grumbling, leads to complaining, leads to blaming, leads to disconnectedness. It says this in verse 2 of 14. And all Israel grumbled against Aaron and Moses, and the whole assembly said to them, if only we had died in Egypt or in this desert. They would rather die than go where God has told them to go and go into a place that God has said, I am giving it to you. Defeat is what ends up happening next. In verse 3 of chapter 14, we see, why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Wouldn't it have been better for us to go back to Egypt? Let's go back to the good old days of being slaves. Does that make sense? A lot of people would rather live in the comfort or the familiarity of slavery emotionally, relationally, spiritually, financially, than risk freedom and the changes that it requires. Discouragement, discontent, and defeat. Do, do any of you recognize those things in your life? Are you struggling with, with those things? Maybe, maybe you have been viewing things with eyes of fear rather than eyes of faith. Look, let me tell you why people see with eyes of fear. People see with eyes of fear because, first of all, they forget what God has done and can do. This this nation of Israel, over a million people had just been set free from one of the most powerful nations, Pharaoh's Egyptian empire. They they crossed the Red Sea on dry ground. They provided food by God every day, yet they forgot what God can do. Have you forgotten the almighty, powerful God have you neglected to remember what he has brought you through in the past you were dead in sin but now alive in Christ is he is he your way maker is he your miracle worker is he your promise keeper is he the light in the darkness Is he the great physician? Is he the alpha and the omega? Is he the king of kings? Is he the Lord of lords? I know he is, amen? He is. Now, it depends on whether you want to see that or not. You can see with eyes of fear. You can see with eyes of faith, trusting, believing, people see with eyes of fear because, secondly, they, they underestimate what they can do. You see, after 400 years of conditioning and slavery, they still saw themselves as slaves even though they had been freed. Numbers 13, 33, we, we seemed like grasshoppers. Are you ready for this? In our own eyes... And we look the same to them. You see, they were still living in their past, not seeing themselves as God sees them now. God saw them as as a nation who was ready to go forward, who was ready to carry out his commands, who was ready to go and and conquer an an area, a land, a piece of land that, that God wanted so much to give them, flowing with milk and honey. They're no longer slaves. They were free. But they didn't see themselves that way. They saw themselves as grasshoppers. And they believed that that those in that other nation also saw themselves as grasshoppers. The question is how do you see yourself? Are you still living in the, in the guilt of sin that has been forgiven? Are you, are you seeing yourself as broken or unable? If you've trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you no longer are the same. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. Jesus. And when Christ dwells in you, the power of the Holy Spirit dwells in you as well. You see, people see with eyes of fear because thirdly, they focus on their problems, not God. They focus on their problems, not God. These people were defeated because their focus is on their present obstacles. They were facing, they, they, they were not on God. They thought they had too big a problems that God couldn't handle. What problem are you facing right now? What problem are you facing? It, health-wise, financially, emotionally, relationally, wayward children, God says, regardless of the problem you're facing right now, your problem is not your problem. Your problem is how you see your problem. Your problem is what you're looking at. The problem is you're seeing with eyes of fear, with uncertainty, with anxiety, with depression, with guilt, and it's too big to handle. I want to encourage you today to start focusing on the one that that we just sang about, on the one that the Scripture tells us over and over about. He is greater than your problems. Through him, you can can have a new perspective. Your problems won't necessarily disappear. I don't want to give you false hope. They're not necessarily going to go away, but you won't be alone in solving them, and he will give you the path to figure it out. He is for you, not against you. Amen? Amen? Matthew 28 20 says and surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age Jesus said can, can I give you a fourth one that's not in your outline Okay, do, do me a favor um, if you're in the scripture I want to I pay a little closer attention to some of the verses I've I've read. I want to pay attention to verses 31 through the end of the chapter. But the men who had gone up with him said, "We cannot attack these people. They are stronger than we are." And and listen to this. Listen to what happens in verse 32. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land that they had explored. They said, the land we explored devours those living in it. Now, now do you think they really saw the land opening up and devouring the people that were living there? All the people we saw there are of great size. We saw the Nephilim there, and we seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. The the other point that I want you to hear this morning is don't let the few... determine the direction of all. Especially, especially if those few are spreading lies and gossip and stories that, that aren't true. Listen, it happens in schools, it happens in workplaces, it happens in homes and it happens in churches the group the group's eyes the group's focus the group's movement is taken off of where god wants them going and put on something else do you you notice the ten the ones seeing with fear the ones complaining the ones griping to to Moses Do, do you notice that it's all about the problems where is God in anything they say Caleb and Joshua, they're, they're the only two spies who saw with eyes of faith. I want to tell you what it takes to see with eyes of faith. Two scriptures, one from John 3.3 3 and the other one from Ephesians 1.18. John 3.3 3 says, Verily, verily, I, I say unto you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they're born again. You see, seeing with eyes of faith begins with a relationship with Jesus Christ. He he is the one who wants to open your eyes to who he is and to what he's about and to what he wants to do in your life. And, and, And my question would be, one question this morning would be, have you Have you sought him? It says in Revelations, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone, if anyone would open up their heart, their life, if anyone would open up that door, I will come in and I will have fellowship or sup with, I will engage with, I will help lead. I will forgive. I will demonstrate love that you've never known before. Paul prays in Ephesians I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance. And his holy people and his incomparable great power for us who believe. Are you focusing on your problems or are you focusing on God? Where's your focus as a person? Where's your focus as a family? Where's your focus as a church? You continue to focus on your problems. You will continue to be a person who lives with eyes of fear and anxiety and discouragement and frustration and anxiousness. Have you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord? Have you you invited Him into your life? Have you said, I no longer want to be in charge, but Lord, I know that Jesus Christ died on a cross, paid for my sins. Three days later, you rose Him from the dead, and He is alive, sitting at the right hand of the Father, right now praying for you. Have you recognized that? Have you spoken that in faith? And in the areas of your life and in the people of your life and in the situations of your life, are you living by fear or are you living by faith? You see, when you see with eyes of faith, you realize a few things. First of all, that God is taking care of you. Psalms 34, 17, and 18, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Do you believe that? Not just do you believe that, yes, I've heard that before, but do you know that that verse is speaking into your life? And that is what God wants to do in you. You see when you see with eyes of faith you realize that God has been with you and will not leave you. Hebrews 3:13 verse 5 Never will I leave you and never will I forsake you. Devin Devin spoke of it. Devin prayed it over you this morning. Thirdly, you'll lose your fear. Amen. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. Isaiah 41:10. Listen, our perspective makes all the difference. Whether you're going to be fulfilling God's will, living victoriously, in joy, or whether you're going to keep spinning your wheels. Because this nation of Israel chose to listen to the ten spies that were not looking to the Lord, that were not trusting the Lord. In chapter 14, you see, okay, then, God says. Now, they're still going to reach their goal. They're still going to live out the promises that God had promised. They are still going to live in that land, but a whole generation of people's got to die first. What a shame, right? The shame man if they just could have seen with eyes of faith if they could have trusted God if they could have looked to him instead of the problems if they could have continued to sought his face where are you okay please if, if, if you zoned out come back <laughs> okay please come back to me right now for, for three minutes or less do you know Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord secondly are you living your life with eyes and seeing things in, with, with, with fear or are you seeing things and people and circumstances and situations with eyes of faith? Would, would, there, there's, there's always good and bad in almost every situation and every relationship, right? What are you going to choose to concentrate on? Listen, there be me a marriage here right now that's crumbling. If, if, if you're that marriage, please hear me. God put you together and God wants you to work it out but you're going to have to start seeing with eyes of faith both in the relationship seeing with eyes of faith believing that God wants you not just to stay together but to thrive to love one another again, to serve one another, to encourage one another, to be there for one another. You start, you start putting your eyes back on God. You start obeying many times, unlike the Israelites, every time they disobeyed, they got themselves in trouble. Is it any different with us? Get back to obedience to the word. Don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. Right now, what area of your life, finances, health, whatever, job, are you looking at it with eyes of fear or eyes of faith? Hebrews 12, 2, let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Amen? Amen? The author and perfecter of our faith. Okay? Father, I'm wise enough to know that not everybody in here is living with eyes of faith. And Lord, as Devin pointed out, Father, it's sometimes we're living with stronger faith, and sometimes we're we're living with weaker faith. Father, increase our faith. Father, this morning, open up our eyes to what you have in store. Open up our eyes to to where you're trying to lead us individually, as a family, corporately and Father forgive us for there have been times probably in every one of our lives that we've listened to the complaints and the griping and the to people who have been keeping their eyes on the problems rather than on you And sometimes, Father, we've even followed them. God, forgive us. Let us live walking with eyes of faith. In every year of our lives, strengthen us, I pray. And Lord, if there's needs here today, if somebody doesn't know Jesus Christ, may they find a friend, may they come find me, they may find somebody else, Father, may they find you this morning. May they trust you as as their Lord and Savior. And Father, if we've been one of the spies, one of the ten, forgive us. If we've been the one complaining to our boss, to the leader, to our family members, Father, forgive us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.